Anita, how's your mental health? <laughs> Questionable <laughs> at all times. You know this. Yeah. How's the mental health of your children? Um, also a little bit tricky. Can I tell you my experience in trying to find therapists for myself and my kids, Mel? Yes, please. Okay. This is how it goes. You ask around your friends and your family for a referral for somebody who's nearby. You finally find somebody who sounds like they might work for your family. You give them a call and you find out that A, they're not accepting new patients or B, they have a huge wait list. So you start over again and you ask people if they know anybody who would be a good therapist and a good fit. Finally, you find one, you go and you meet with them and you figure out that you don't actually like them that much. But it's been so much work to find somebody who you can go to in your area that you're kind of stuck with them. Well, do you have any ideas for how to get around this? Um, I do, because guess what? I've actually had some therapists that I have found on my own, which involves what you're saying. Sometimes I remember one time I was like three hours in the bathtub on my phone looking through yeah. websites. I was such a prune at the end. But I have also had the experience with working with BetterHelp and it was like, I, I don't want to say too good to be true, but because it is true, but it's like amazing because I was matched with my therapist within 24 hours. And you didn't have to go through all of that other ridiculous process of trying to find somebody. And here's the cool thing too, is if that person didn't work out for you, you can just switch and say, and it's not like you're committing to another years long search for somebody who you're going to jive with. It's true. And I lucked out or maybe just BetterHelp is really good at matching people together because I never had to change my therapist. I loved her. Perfect fit for me. And I know that some of our friends have used BetterHelp and they've had to change therapists and boom, same day can change. Easy peasy. You can ghost your therapist. <laughs> Get a new one. I love this idea. BetterHelp is one of our sponsors. If you use our promo code, trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN, you get 10% off your first month and we totally recommend it. Yes. Get some therapy. That's <laughs> trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN. Greetings, Anita. Greetings and namaste. We're going to talk about when it's appropriate to take your ring off or when it's appropriate oh. to wear your ring if you are a widow. Is, is there an answer to that question? Well, here's the thing. Because I feel like they're kind of not. Do you find that when we are in a bunch of widow groups, we get this question a lot and... People are saying, when should I take this off? When is it appropriate? As if there is a set time. Yeah. And yeah, we see this a lot. Here's the deal. There's no right answer. Yeah. Oh. And if you Google it, you'll get a lot of answers because I know that, that people have said that. I Googled it to find out what the right answer was. Yeah. What's yeah. your experience with your rings? It's so funny because um, I have a like a diamond ring and then I have a wedding band and I never wore either of them when Jason was alive because just like what I do for a job and I didn't want to lose it. And then as soon as he died, I was like, Oh, put, my, put the ring back on. And so that's kind of like opposite of a lot of people. It's very fascinating. Yeah. And then I ended up, I wanted to get a clear ring for a while, but I couldn't find one that I liked. And so now I just wear a silicone, a white 
silicone ring because he's a ghost yes i don't wear my regular wedding rings although sometimes when i'm getting dressed up i'll put on my (laughs) i'll put on my um actual my diamond wedding ring so and it's been two plus years and in in my heart i'm still married so i still wear it yeah and you feel good about it right yeah 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 my situation is I'm a musician. I'm a piano player for my job and I don't like anything on my fingers. I hate jewelry. I hate fingernail polish. I wish I liked fingernail polish, but that'd be so cool. Cause like when you're playing, it'd be like, like, I know I love color. And so I want to love jewelry and I want to love fingernail polish and I can't do any of it. However, when I was engaged to my husband, who's now dead, I wanted a ring that I could wear while I was playing that it wouldn't bother me and it wouldn't mm. and, and so I was pretty thoughtful in how I picked it and I loved my ring so much. And then he died and like you just said you in your heart you're still married. I'm 3 years out from his death, almost 3 and a half. And I have not kept wearing it only because I lost some weight and it's been falling off. But um I know <laughs> Well, after he died, I did the Lucky Charms plus pie diet. It was amazing. <laughs> and my ring stayed on so great. It like never came off. Because and, it couldn't. Yeah. I mean, like, and, my fingers are so fat. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, as a as a female anyway, I, I used to do a lot of traveling for my job. And a ring was something that was a deterrent. Because right. I didn't want people bugging me. And at the, during those times, I was working on having my own boundaries. Like I was still learning how to like not like know that I was in control of, you know, situations, but it did help me to have something there. So I loved wearing that ring because it fit great. I picked it out knowing that I hate rings and I loved it and I didn't want to get rid of it and just stop wearing it. And I am totally at peace with the fact that I'm a widow and that I'm not dating. And so I don't feel bad about my decision. And yeah, but I, like I said, I don't have it on now because it's like been falling off. But where um, where is it right now? I mean, not like I'm going to come steal it, but do you have it somewhere? I have it in a place. Where I, or is it just like like where all the other jewelry is? Well, I don't really have a lot of jewelry because I hate yeah. jewelry. But yeah, but you know, there's like places where it would have a place of honor, and then there's just a place where it's you know put away, kind of a thing. It does not have a place of honor, kind of like my passport. It's just in a place where I know where it is and it's random, but I can access it anytime. So anyway, I'm a little bit concerned that you need to access your passport at any time. Like that makes you sound like a criminal. (laughs) Like you have a go box. Or a traveling musician. That's happened where it's like, oh, you're leaving in two days and you're going to Europe. Okay. So... I know we lead such different lives, right? But so I actually loved wearing mine. And, and after my husband died, I didn't want people bugging me about dating. And I did, I had a couple stalkers, like legit stalkers that came to my house and like peeped through the windows. It was creepy. I know it's weird anyway. And so I continued to wear it because it was still a form of protection for me. And it helped me to remember, yeah, I was married to this guy that's now not alive. So if I, if I um, didn't lose some of the weight, I would still have it on. But really, the reality is, is everybody has their own reason, right? And yeah. their own timing. And so I think we always look to outside sources to tell us when it's okay. 
But yeah. really, like, you're the boss. And that's one of the things that's hard about the widowhood journey is, like, you learn it over time. Like, oh, my reasons are my reasons. Doesn't yeah. Matter. And well, and there's, there's expectations from external sources. You know, you think, like, what are people going to think if I'm not wearing the ring? Or what are they going to think if, if I, I am wearing the ring? Like, she, oh, she's not. She's stuck. She's not moving on and all of that kind of stuff. And so sometimes we get into our own heads, not because of what we feel in our hearts, but what we worry about other people thinking about us and our healing and our grief and all of those things. Definitely. What did you do with Scott's ring out of curiosity? He had two rings and he was he, such a diva. You guys, Scott had all the taste. I had none of the taste. He planned our wedding. He made it look great. He was like a designer, kind of a guy. I was like, just do it. And I'll show up with the snacks. <laughs> yeah. So he had two rings. Cause he's like, well, I want one for formal occasions and I want one for daily wear. <laughs> I know (laughs) he was in theater. He was a theater director. So he had the eye for this stuff. So he, I actually buried him with the formal ring. Okay. Actually with the non-formal ring because it matched his casket. I was like, oh yeah, that's so funny that the ring that he picked actually matched his casket that we picked. It was so weird. But I, I kept the one that matched kind of my ring and it's also somewhere I've had to move a few times. It's in a safe place. I got to find it. But I put it on a necklace around me because I did put it on my thumb for a while because it was a physical reminder of, oh, yeah, yeah, remember that this happened. Like the two things that would help me to remember that, yeah, I was married to this guy. It was not a dream because we were only married almost two years. Yeah. I feel it like is. that, too, even though we were married for almost 20 years. I'm yeah. still like, was that real? Did that really happen? It really totally messes with you. It, it um looking at the ring and looking at the mock-up of the headstone from the cemetery are the two things that helped me to remember, oh yeah, Mel, this happened. You're valid. So I I had it on my thumb, then I had it on a necklace and now it's somewhere. And yeah, but I mean, what you were just talking about earlier, where sometimes the ring means stuff to other people besides ourselves. I was, I think like eight months out, actually, yeah, eight to 10 months out. And I was still wearing it and a mutual friend came up and was like, oh, I see that you're engaged again and you're getting married. Like, wow, that's really great. Like, so you've moved on from your husband dying. And I'm like, what? Um, no, my brain is back on basically the day after he died. Like I was, I, it, it's a good reminder for me that everybody else's time moves on in a normal manner and ours stops. So what about you? What do you do with Jason's rings? There it is. His ring is on my finger. It's funny because right as they were about to close the casket, like his ring was on his finger and the funeral director was like, what do you want to do? Did you want to leave that? Or somebody, I don't even know. Somebody asked me if I wanted to keep it. And at the very last minute before they closed it, I was like, get it. And it was actually really awkward to watch them pull it off of his hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause it's, yeah. Well, anyway, so I, I wear his ring on my middle finger and it fits really well. And then I wear my own ring. And, and you know what? It's on your middle finger and you can flip people off when yes. they're like, and oh, I look, do. I see you're married again. <laughs> Bing! This? No, nobody has ever made that mistake with me. Nobody's ever said, oh, you're engaged again. I mean, also because it's a rubber ring. So it's not like super fancy. Yeah. Some yeah. people like to take it off right after. Mm-hmm. It just is totally personal. And there's not a wrong answer. Yeah. Well, and then some people have modified their rings, um, have made them different somehow to signify 
that the relationship has changed. Some people have turned them into other pieces of jewelry. There's just like a lot of options. And like you're saying, there's not really one that's right or wrong. It's just whatever feels right to you. And often you don't know what feels right. And so you just kind of play it by ear. You just kind of wait and try different things and see what feels yeah. Good to your soul. It's going to change all the time. It's One true. day you may be like, no, I'm never taking this off. And the next day you might take it off and be like, oh, I don't have a feeling about it. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of times just what you described is how those changes happen. So you're like, you have to go somewhere and you have to take the ring off and then you just keep it off. Or you're like, oh, my finger is skinny because I stopped eating just Lucky Charms. And <laughs> so it doesn't fit anymore. So I take it off. So it's not like... It's not like a conscious, I am done wearing this ring. It's like, I had to take it off for another reason. And I feel okay with leaving it off, if that makes sense. So it's just kind of like circumstances. That's kind of, yeah, that's like how mine was. And I was surprised that I didn't feel bad about it. I didn't feel naked without it. Sometimes that happens. And yeah, yeah I, I want to that say, happens a lot. Yes. And on, another thing people do is they still wear it, but they put their ring on their mm-hmm. right hand. If they, yeah. or their opposite hand, whatever they had right. before. So yeah, the thing that's stupid, but also cool about this whole process is we get to decide whatever our journey is and be creative with it. So I actually got, I got a ring. Uh, I went on a trip for my second year death anniversary to Mexico. And as you know, there are a bunch of skulls in Mexican culture. That's where I went. And and so I got this ring that was a skull and I thought it was so funny. I'm like, this is going to be my new ring that I wear because my current one is not fitting and I want to wear one because I, I still prefer the deterrent because I just, I want my space, right? Um, and so I thought that was a fun way that is fun for me and I don't care what anyone else thinks about it. But yeah. Oh, what's that skull on your finger? It's my ring. My husband is dead. It sucks. But it's kind of fun to have this ring. <laughs> but I did get this skull ring out of it. So yes. it was like, I went on. I went on the vacation and all oh, I got was this stupid t-shirt. Dead. <laughs> stupid <husband>. skull ring. <laughs> um, the other thing I was going to say, though, is that it's also none of it is set in stone. I mean, to a certain degree. I mean, like if you melt it down and forge it into a new thing. Yeah, probably not going to come back. But if you take it off and it doesn't feel right, you can put it back on. You know, and people probably will, if people are even noticing, people will probably think that's weird, but who cares? You know, it's like, try it. And if you don't like it, then try something different. Yeah. Have fun with it. Anita and I got each other widow rings. Yeah, they were. With ghosts on it, but then it kind of rubbed off. I know she's They were stupid. Hey, I have a question. Mm -hmm. You have kids. I don't have kids. Correct. Does that... You can hear them laughing in the background. I hear them maniacally laughing. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what's going on out there. Does your decision to keep your ring on, um, is it affected by your kids and what they might think? Honestly, I don't ever even think about it. Like, I just wear my ring and I have really thought about it maybe like three times since Jason died. So it's just like habit and I don't even think about it. So No. Yeah. We have so many things in our lives where we feel like we should. And what we have learned during our widow journey, that's a common phrase, is stop shoulding all over yourself. Mm-hmm. So everyone, remember that. Should you? Should you not? Doesn't matter. You're the boss. And if yep. people have a problem with it, they're going to have a problem with it. 
it's fine. And it's not your problem. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. And sometimes depending on where you're at in your journey, you're affected by other people's opinions more than later. So it'll change. It's okay. We want to hear what you guys are doing with your rings. Comment below. Tell us some of the creative things you're doing. Yeah. Or when you felt it was right or any crazy stories about people asking you and you having to explain yourself. All of the things. Tell us all the things. Excellent. Let us know what okay. you think. I'm Anita. <laughs> I'm Mel. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Mel. <laughs> I'm Anita. <laughs> oh, man. We're two young widows. And we're just trying to figure out to ring or not to ring. Widow we do now. This is my favorite thing to discuss with you. Tell me, what well, is it? One of my favorite things. I do enjoy tacos and cheese and dogs. This is about how you cannot pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a phone plan, especially when you're a widow, your person is dead, you might have kids, you might need another option, and you just want your phone to work, you want unlimited texting and service, and you want it to be like 25 bucks a month. It blows my mind that they have plans that start at $15 a month. That is so cheap. And the cool thing is, is it uses other 5G networks. And so you don't have to pay extra for that. And you still get great service. Yep. Anita and I have traveled all over and I have used my phone. So I highly recommend it. And my mom's even on it. When my dad died, we put his phone down to the cheapest plan, which is $15 a month. And I think my mom's on the $20 a month plan and it's so worth it. It's so much cheaper than what we were all paying before. So I highly recommend it if you're on a budget or not. Who cares? Ryan Reynolds is in charge of the company and they send you free stickers with Ryan Reynolds temporary tattoos. It's kind <laughs> of the best. So if somebody wants to sign up, what can they do, Anita? Go to trymintmobile.com slash WWDN. Seriously, you guys, such a great idea. Save yourself some money. And if you're worried about losing data or having any changes with your phone, not going to happen. They walk you through it. Everything's fine. It's the easiest process of all time. Again, that's trymintmobile.com slash WWDN.